Welcome to Naked and Counting, the longest-running podcast serving the Afro-Latin dance community. I'm Magna Capel. And I'm Leon Rose. We're here to discuss the topics that you want to hear in an informative and light-hearted way. What's up, Magna Gopal? Greetings, Leon Rose. How you doing? I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. Uh, I was just enjoying your story about you being attacked by... Uh, <laughs> by little Nat. Yes, it's summertime, old building, lots of crevices for them to enter. And, the, and of course, there's sometimes fruit, which uh, I got to put that in the fridge. <laughs> I don't get that over here, but I, I hate flies. Anybody know. that know, I hate flies. I will get up and chase a fly around. Um, I'm terrible. It's ever since I watched that film, The Fly, when I was a kid. Messed me up. I actually remember our trip. We were in Jordan and we went to eat at the buffet. The buffet was enclosed, but then there were doors that were open out to the terrace where we could sit. We actually sat there on those beach chairs and had hookah. And I remember you like going for the food, seeing like one fly on one dish and you're like, I can't eat. I'm not eating anything. I'm like, nothing? I'm like, but there's no flies there. You're like, how do you know that guy hasn't been on that bunch of food? And I I kind of listened to you and I piled on my plate. <laughs> uh, I, I've kind of calmed down a little bit from then, but still, I hate flies. So I can mm. understand what you're kind of going through. But anyway, I was thinking I wanted to talk about this with, particular subject just because it happened so recently to me um I messed up in a show hmm. show was going really well up until the last maybe 10 seconds and hmm. I had a doubt this is something that happens to me when I know a routine well usually when I'm it the routine is new and I've been rehearsing a lot that it's ingrained you know it's automatic it's there it's still in my body now but I don't even think about it. I'm just going for it. But then after a while, you know the routine. And it's like you can wake up in the middle of the night and perform. That's how I am at that point now. But something that happens to me, not regularly, but it happens, is that I get a doubt. Maybe in a rehearsal during the week, I uh, I kind of doubt a move. Is it, is it double spin or is it a triple? What is it here? And then that bugs me. It bugs me and bugs me and bugs me until I get to the show. And then at that moment during the show, everything is going, this is what happened to me. Everything was going well. And then I'm like, hold on. As I'm doing the move, I'm like, is it two or three? What's going on here? And then I just, I just went off. My partner's like, what the hell is going on here? And I just had to kind of freestyle and we kind of finished off the routine. It was, it was a horrible feeling. And I know why it happened. I know how to deal with it because I actually had, I call it I'm like a mind worm. Mm. I had it in another section of that particular routine and I dealt with it and I know how to deal with it. But I, I didn't deal with this particular section. And it would have just taken, you know, maybe it would have just taken me watching the video and or just going over the move once or twice just before we got on. I usually don't like to practice the routine before I go on. You know, I'll do it for these particular occasions. And... I messed up. Not my partner, me. I messed up. So after the show, you must have experienced this. Uh, after the show, you always get all kind of comments. Like, I was feeling bad, but I, over the years, I've kind of relaxed. I've kind of 
you know, I don't get as mad as I would have got 20 years ago. Like I, I've stormed off and locked myself in the bathroom because I'm, I messed up the routine or something like that. And now I'm kind of calm. I deal with it, performed enough to know I'm going to make sure the next one is better. But it's always funny, the comments. The dancers will say, you might say, oh, I messed up. And they say, oh, nobody saw. Nobody else saw. Mm. If they saw it, saw it, then other people have seen it. It's obvious. It's obvious. Have you had that kind of uh, experience? And how do you deal with it? So I've definitely had experiences performing solo and as a couple and with other people on stage where I've messed up. And in the past, I would I would say I am more critical and harsher on myself than I am with others. So, for example, with my solo routine, if I made a mistake and same thing, I can kind of wake up and in the middle of the night, I could just get into that routine because it's everything is to the music. So you can play that song anywhere in the middle of the song. And I would be like, oh, I know exactly what's supposed to happen here. But for whatever reason, maybe the floor or something stopped yeah. me from doing a, a, a triple spin. And now I just was able to do a single and I'm like, wait, how do I get into that next part? And I screw up. But of course, I pick it up very quickly. But I think it's that personal standard, like, how could you screw this up? You've done this so many times. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? How could you how could you make a mistake here? So I'm harsher on myself. With regards to solos, there are times at the after a show where I've said the exact same thing, like, ah, shit, I fucked up. And someone would say, nobody saw. But that means nobody else saw, meaning I saw it, but nobody else saw it, which makes me think, shit, you know, fuck, everybody saw that. With partners, however, we had some bigger fuck ups um, where you could tell, you know, especially if you're performing with other people and you're the only couple doing something completely different. Everybody knows that that's it's not like, part of the choreo. It's like, and, fuck, they see that. Nice. I'll just change the title. Um, <laughs> but I remember with couples when I performed, like there was one routine where the ending move had to be done, had to be entered a certain way. And I knew that entry. And sometimes when we practiced, that first move wasn't there. And I was like, no, that's not it. And so we would just practice again and start it proper. But on stage, it's the final move that hits a break. And my partner was doing something and I knew it was wrong. And I was like, abort, abort. And he went through anyways. And sure enough, instead of finishing in a dip, we finished in a headlock. I was in a headlock at the end of the, the show, but we laughed it off. And another routine where the final maybe 10 seconds right into the turn patterns, my partner, first of all, clocked me in the nose. Right before that, he gave me extra spins. So we missed the break. And you could see in the video, I was off balance when he finished it. Cause I was like, wait, you were supposed to finish before and you tried to force me to another one. So the whole routine had this kind of combativeness because he was doing something other than what we had rehearsed. But we we laughed it off. So I feel like with partners and with groups, there was always this sense of you can beat yourself up, but don't beat up other people. And now with solo routines, I'm harsher than I was. It was easier for me to like let things slide off my shoulder before with partners, at least. Yeah, I've I've definitely been real harsh on myself in the past. And I deal with it a couple of different ways. First of all, 
I just wanted to go back to that mind worm, just in case any of our listeners out there have that kind of doubt before they go on. That's what it basically is. It's a doubt. It comes out on stage if you don't deal with it. The way to deal with it is to relax. You know, if you know the routine, you know the routine. If you get a doubt, go and rehearse that part. Don't overdo it. Just go and rehearse that part slowly. Walk it through. Answer any questions that you may have. If you need to count it through again, like you're, like it was in the beginning when you first created that routine or when you first learned that routine, just break it down. Don't panic because the worst thing you could do is panic and then go up on stage and then it comes out. Everything comes out. So this is my way of dealing with it. I hope that, you know, if you do have that, you can um, maybe try that out and also learn from every experience. Every time that something doesn't go right, ask yourself, why? Why didn't it go right? And then see if you can deal with that for the next time. I want to second that because there are parts in our choreographies, especially when we're the ones creating them, you think that it's going to just stay in your head because you created it. But if you're truly a creative, you might be inspired by something completely different the next time. And so if there are parts of your routine that you have that dealt with, the best is to kind of drill it a few times, not obviously show day, maybe because that's a little bit stressful, but before when you're rehearsing the week before to drill it multiple times so that it's becomes more like second nature to your body and muscle memory that after this comes this that's that's at least what how I've trained it in the past I got a question for you though you're the director of your team so you've come up with this choreographies you're teaching it to other people how do you as a director react if other people screwed up bad. I'm not talking about like a missed a hand. I'm talking about a full on, they have done an entire, like an entire 16, 16 counts of eight completely different term patterns than the rest of the team or, or you. So my thing is I might take it badly personally, you know, if, if it's for a big show or something like that, I might, you know, go and have to relax in my bedroom afterwards just to you know to cool off not that I'm, I would go mad but it's just a personal thing I like to have my space and I like to relax but when it comes to the other members of teams that I've directed in the past uh with my partner or with my you know student teams or any anything I like to find out why that happened so I, you know I'm not going to berate them I want to find out why and how we can make sure that never happens again so I have a question because you do have student teams and professional teams i don't have the i don't have the pro team right now but okay i mean you've had both yeah and for me personally working with professionals versus working with a student choreography uh i have a slightly different not standard i still want everyone to perform at their best but i have more leeway towards a student team especially if they had to learn it last minute you know within a short time frame versus a pro team where we're rehearsing and choreographing and practicing for months before an event mm-hmm. how do you communicate to dancers who are in a student team that have screwed up i know you asked the why but how do you address the mistake that happened on stage with your students versus your professional dancers almost almost in the same way with the professional team, it's it's kind of uh, a little bit simpler because you would know why that happened, whether it's the floor, whether they was doubting in rehearsals, whether they weren't focused enough before we got onto the stage. 
in pro teams, I've kind of had faith in, you know, all my dancers. So I know that they would, uh, they, they would know how to deal with the, that situation. If they're like, oh, well, I messed up again. Obviously I'm going to be like, whoa, um, I'm not sure if this keeps going on and this, this person shouldn't really be in a team. And that has, hasn't happened, but that's, that's how I would feel about it. And when it comes to a student team, um, I want to get the best out of them. Yeah, I would uh, definitely talk to them and, and find out what what was going on. But it would it would all be positive, and it would come down to the same thing as well. If they didn't put the time in, then you know that's why it happened. And if they're not serious about it, whether they're pro or amateur, if they're not serious about you know putting something out on stage, then you know they probably shouldn't be up on stage anyway. That kind of leads into this next part, which is how other dancers or the audience react to those mistakes. I feel like for the most part, everyone's quite positive. To your face. To your face, yeah. Everyone's quite positive to your face. But I also think that there's a, a different level of sincerity from other dancers versus the general audience. Because other dancers, they probably know when something did not go as planned. It, oh, dancers know straight away. Exactly. Like we can see the eyes getting bigger for that moment or looking around scattered and saying, oh, shit. Miss. Yep. We can see all of that as dancers. So when there's a dancer who says to you after you know you messed up and says, oh, yeah, it was a good show. It was great. You, did, you guys did great. It's possible that they're not being completely honest. But then your general audience, when they say, wow, your show was great because they don't know those nuances because they can't pick up on that missed hand or anything like that. I feel like that's a really sincere compliment, even though other people would say, ah, audience, you know, they don't really know anything. They just want entertainment. They just like seeing people out there on stage, possibly doing something they don't have the balls to do themselves. And so they appreciate the effort, the time, all the energy that took to get up on stage and just are, are happy to see you up there doing something you love, whether you do it right, do it wrong. They're, they're supportive of that overall general effort. Yeah, there's uh, when it comes to the other artists, there's usually a, a couple of different uh, reactions, uh, which is, yeah, yeah, great job. And that's it. And you know you didn't do, do a great job. And they know you know you didn't do a great job. <laughs> so the other one is when other dancers see uh, uh, performers after the show that have done a good job and you haven't done a good job, they would say to them, you done a, you, you did a wonderful job and not say anything to you. The conversation they have with you is more like, hey, what's up? What are you doing after? You want to grab a drink? Or are you going to go eat dinner? Or something yeah. completely unrelated to performing. Or there's a slight silence, a look. And you know that look tells you a lot. But we've all gone for it because you, as an artist, you don't want to hear that you've done a bad job, even though you know you've done a bad job, you know. And other artists can kind of feel that. So it's usually that silence tells you a lot. That's almost, maybe it's almost, I'm looking at the positive side. That's almost a sign of respect. Mm. You fucked up. I'm not going to insult you by saying anything right now. You know what you did. Right. And you're going to deal with it the way you deal with it. But I love the general public that don't see any mistakes, don't know what's going on. <laughs> and, and, and they're like, you know, great job. You, you know, it changed my life. 
yeah. for that <laughs> moment. <laughs> Maybe I'm exaggerating there, but you know, I think the moral of the story is really a mistake is a mistake. A mistake is a mistake. So you just do another take. There you go. Make the the next show even better. And if you can't, why are you doing it? And if you can't, or if you can, the best way truly to enhance your performances is listening to this podcast. Ah, well, there you go. That's it. I was going to get in there somehow, but definitely this podcast can change lives. This podcast has been through wars, weddings, funerals, everything that happens on a daily basis that has nothing to do with us, but it happens. <laughs> <laughs> right on that note if you like these this podcast and our episodes and you like the content don't forget to hit like subscribe and leave us a comment you can find naked and counting on facebook and on instagram at naked and counting and you can also reach out to us individually at magna gopal or at mr leon rose and also check out magna's other podcast without me empowered Yes, Empowered with Magna, also available wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find that information, magnagopal.com slash podcast. We'll direct you to that. So Magna, next time, learn your name and I'll see you. (laughs) Ciao, everyone. Until the next episode.